Fair Trade Lab, the podcast. Hello, ladies and gents, bulls and bears. It's been a while, but welcome to another episode of Sir Trader Lot, the podcast. So, I know it's been, I didn't even keep track, but it's been at least three, maybe four weeks since I last um, uploaded a podcast. And to be honest, nothing exciting has been happening. Um, the main reason I haven't been, well, one of the reasons that I haven't been posting is, you know, I had some changes as far as my schedule, um, as far as my work schedule and, you know, being with the family and things like that. So my time has been limited as far as how much I can record. Um, The times I did have to record is usually late at night, 12, 1 o'clock in the morning. Um, And usually I, I have in the past recorded around that time, but... I've been having a bad losing streak, so I really haven't been motivated to, you know, post negativity while I'm tired. I just didn't have the energy for it, Um, but it's been the same thing. You know, I'm not going to go into stocks that I've bought because I don't think I've implemented my plan. I would say at least I know I know it's it's crazy to say, but at least for the last few weeks, you know, since I've released the, um my last podcast, I've been chasing stocks. I've been buying stocks without doing any type of due diligence and it's been hurting me. And it's still all a result of, you know, a mental breakdown when I took those losses um, that I talked about uh, about a month ago. When I went from like 800 to 400 and then to 200 in like a matter of two or three days, you know, that, that put me in a position where I was constantly trying to find that, that big hitter that's going to, you know, get back all of my gains. I mean, all of my losses in one trade. So, like I said, I found, I, I found myself still chasing stocks. You know, I, I have a subscription to Finviz. You know, for my stock screener, I've probably used that probably, I would say, three times over the last month because I'm steady just looking for stocks that's, that I think is going to break out and they don't. And then I'm stuck, you know, pretty much like they say, I'm stuck holding the bag. Um, another thing that's been going against me is the way that my day trades um, are set up at this point. The last three or four weeks, I haven't had any day trades on Monday or Tuesday. So I'm starting the week off, which is usually, I found for me, the most profitable um, without any day trades. So I don't have my day trades until until Wednesday. But with that said, that's no excuse, you know, for bad behavior, you know, bad trading habits. You know, knowing that I don't have... Um, a day trade, what do I do? I'm up Monday morning looking for stocks to purchase as if I had a day trade, you know? So for instance, um, no stocks in particular that I can remember, but I can give you some examples of the stupid stuff that I've done. Um, one may be say if a stock is, 
Say if it closed the previous day at a dollar, it opens up at a dollar and thirty. I might get in at a dollar fifty. So it's already up fifty cents, right? From the point where I purchased the stock, it may turn out to be a good purchase. You know, I may buy the stock at 150. It may go up to 210, which is a good profit, right? But I don't have any day trades. So I have to hold the stock until the next day and hope that it holds its gains. But it doesn't. What happens is it drops back down below the previous day's closing price. So it open it closed at one. It opens at 130. I buy it at 150. I get a nice gain, but then by the time I can sell it, the stock might drop back down below one dollar. So I might end up selling it, you know, at around 96 cents or something. So my biggest thing isn't, you know, really buying the you know the right stock. It's just being patient and not rushing it, you know, hoping to find that one hit that's going to get my, my gains back or get my losses back. Um, you know, I do have a plan. I've talked about my plan plenty of times. But mentally, for some reason, I don't think about my plan until after I've made a bad trade. You know, it's like when I'm in the heat of the moment, and I see a stock moving. Everything's out the window, you know. <laughs> Only things on my mind is I need to get in because I don't want to miss out on what could possibly be a big gainer, you know. And all those possibilities end up putting me in a bad position where I'm taking losses. And that's, you know, I keep saying that's the biggest thing is not putting yourself in a position where, you know, something bad can happen. And I have plans set up to to keep me out of those positions. But like I say, in the heat of the moment, it's all out the window. It's like I, I just I just can't think straight. Um, and I think it's a good analogy. Football. It's kind of like the quarterback goes in to the huddle with the play. The coach wants to run maybe a, 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 run, a run to the running back, you know, play to the running back. It's two minutes left in the game. You're down four points. You on the 20-yard line, your own 20, and you have three timeouts, right? Big possibility that you can go down, you can have a nice drive, go down and score. So coach called a run play. You get out on the field. You call that run play, but instead of running that play, you audible, right? You audible to a play action. You throw it deep, 40, 50 yards downfield, you know, trying to get a big chunk of yardage. So instead of running that run play, you audible to a pass play. You throw an interception. Game's over, right? No chance at this point um, unless there's a miracle. No chance, you know, to win a game. If you would have ran the running play, chances are you would have got maybe two, three, four yards. But you would have still had the ball three timeouts. You would have still had an opportunity. That's kind of the position that I put myself in. You know, instead of running the ball, you know, trying to get small gains, 
here and there to get to my goal. I'm always throwing the ball downfield. And when I do that, you know, each individual trade, game's over. You know, I don't put myself in a position to be successful. You know, I'm trying to get it all back in one play, and that's not the best way to go about it. And, you know, the crazy thing is after every bad trade, I tell myself what I've done wrong and that I need to fix it, you know, on the next trade. But, you know, that's why I named this episode Can't Get Right, because for some reason, I just can't get right. You know, it's like every time I purchase a stock, it's kind of like gambling. You know, I'm back to that gambling. It's like I'm willing to lose money in an attempt to, you know, get that one big gainer. But something should tell me that, you know, things have to change because it's been going on a month and nothing good has come out of what I've been trying to do. You know, I need to, like I said, I need to run the ball, try to get those small gains. And the gains have been there, but I've been purchasing stocks without day trades, you know, or I'll have a stock that I might swing over to the next day. And instead of holding on to that stock, I might see another stock and then I jump out of what I'm in to purchase another stock. The stock that I purchase ends up dropping. I go back the stock that I sold, you know, ends up having a nice gain where I could have just held that for a little while Sold it for a nice little profit and then, you know, waited till after lunch or wait until the closing bell, you know, and then purchased another stock. But, you know, the logical way of doing things, you know, is for some reason it just don't seem like the right thing to do at that moment, you know. And it's all mental. I always said you can have the perfect plan. But if you don't have the 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 mental strength, you know, to stick in there and execute your plan, the plan means nothing, you know. Um, and another thing that is having a big effect on me during like this little phase is creating other bad habits. Um, right now, my account. It's hanging. It dropped down to around two. I've been taking, you know, small losses here and there. I've been having some small gains, you know, but nothing, you know, to write home about. But, you know, because my account is small, I'm back to getting 50, 70, 75 shares of the stocks that I purchased. Um, So when I take a loss, I'm not taking a big loss. You know, a stock can go. I might hold a stock. Um that goes against me maybe 20 points. But if I only have 50 shares, you know, that's $10. Um, But during this time, the bad habit, which is a very bad habit that I'm picking up, is holding on to stocks that's dropping 20 points against me. Because I'm looking at the dollar amount. I'm looking at it like, okay, but I'm only losing $10. But... You know, I've been through this before. When I do start buying 500, you know, 1,000, 2,000 shares of stocks, I still have that same mentality like, okay, I'm going to hold on to this stock to see what happens. And 
during that time, I'm losing, you know, five, ten, twenty dollars, twenty dollars per tick. So that's how I think I got into this position. You know how I lost the, the money for the most part is that, you know, I pick up bad habits when I'm only buying small shares. And then once my account do get to a decent size, you know, I still have that that bad habit um, of holding on to stocks too long. So that's one thing I need to work on, even though I may only lose, say, two dollars. You know, I need to start getting into the habit of, you know, cutting my losses before it drops too far. Even if it's only ten dollars, you know, I have to look at the trade itself, whether whether it was a good trade or not. And you really can't um, base how good your trade is off of how much money you've gained or lost. Because you can gain a thousand dollars, you know, off a trade, which is good. If you look at the money that you gain, but, you know, if your trade would have been a little better, you know, more precise, maybe you could have gotten $3,000, you know. So um, that's just some of the things I've been going through. It hasn't been fun. Um, and I think that's one thing. I think to a point I've gotten a little discouraged because I've been taking so many losses. Like I said, I haven't even been, you know, screening stocks like I'm just. On my app, um, on the phone, I use Webull. You know, I have like a little screener on there, but it doesn't tell you anything except the percentage the stock went, went up. And then I can check, um, you know, volume and stuff, but it doesn't give the overall picture. So I've just been, you know, been real lazy, not really into um, what I'm doing. You know, I've just been buying stocks kind of like with the mind mindset that, it's going to be a loser. Um, so it's, it hasn't been a roller coaster ride. You know, I've been down. It's been just a, a straight dip, a fall. I've been, you know, headed towards the negative side. Uh, like I said, my account now, it's under $100. Um, and because I'm only, you know, buying a few shares, 50, 60. Um, sometimes a hundred, maybe a little more, depending on the price of the stock. Um, I'm still looking at the dollar amount. Like I probably could have had my account up to over three hundred dollars by now, if I would stick to the plan. You know, buy stocks based off the different variables that I like to look at. You know, and if I would just take my small profits, take my five dollars here, take my ten dollars there. You know, because. I definitely take the five, ten, twenty dollar losses. So it's better to take the five, ten, twenty dollar gains than taking a loss, you know? I mean it's like it's just it's just that that feeling that F O M O fear of missing out, you know. Um and I know a lot of people say scared money don't make money. And I don't think that's an accurate statement. You know, I think Scared money, lose money, because that's the reason people don't sell stocks. You know, when the stock is dropping, they don't sell it for that fear of missing out, for the fear that that stock might turn back against them. You know, when that stock is going up, people don't sell because of the fear that that stock is going to continue to rise. And, 
you know, they don't want to take profit too early, you know, so scared money definitely makes you lose money. You know, I had to get to a point where I'm not afraid to leave money on the table, right? Um, because I haven't been afraid to hold on to stocks too long. That's for sure. So I think I need to get to a point where, and I know I've said this before, and, you know, easier said than done, especially when you're um, actually in the heat of the moment, when you're actually purchasing a stock and you're looking at the stock go up and down. I mean, you never know what's going to happen, you know, but the, the best thing is just to play it safe and limit your losses. You know, it's, if you have 50 trades where you don't take a loss, that's better than having 10 trades where, you know, you have one small gain and nine sm small losses. You know, you, you, don't want, you want to keep your account at least, you know, you want to end the day at least where you started started the day. You know, you don't want to drop in a negative. If you start your account with $100, you know, the, 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 the worst you want to do is try to end the day at $100. Because eventually, that gain is going to come. You know, eventually, you're going to find a, a, a stock that's going to go up 20, 30, 50%. You know, and, and maybe once a week, once every couple of weeks, you know, you're going to find, I mean, sometimes it's once a day. You know, if you take your time and be patient, um, you can find a stock that's going to go up 100%. You know, it might be a stock, like I'm working with $100. The stock that might go up 100%, 100% might start at, say, $3. But because I'm looking at how many shares I can get, you know, a lot of times I stay away from the higher price stocks. But if that stock is going to make a, a big move and it can get me maybe like $50, you know, it's a no-brainer. You know, take that stock, take your $50, your $40 or whatever, you know, because it's better than buying a, a 60 cent stock that, you know, may pretty much be manipulated. You know, you, it might go up five cent or so, but then it might, you know, make a, uh, um, a quick reversal to the downside. So that five, that five point upswing, you know, you might have maybe 150 shares, you know, I mean, that might only be what, I don't know, $6 or something where if you put 30, 50 cent into a hundred percent gainer, you know, it'll get you like you have less shares, but the profit would be more. You know, that's just, you know, me thinking, um, pretty much talking to myself. Uh, yeah, but it, it hasn't been good. Um, I've lost pretty much track of all, all of my organizational um, techniques. You know, I, I don't know how many day trades I use this week. I don't know what my next day trade is. You know, the stocks I've been buying, I buy them just because I think it's going to, you know, break out. 
or because, you know, somebody else said that it's about to break out. I mean, I've just, I've went back to how I was, I would say about, you know, nine, ten months ago, you know, before I, I cut loose of most of my social media. You know, only social media that, I, that I'm on now is um, stock tweets when it comes to, you know, seeing what's going on in the in the stock world. I mean, I, I go to Instagram and stuff like that, YouTube for, um, you know, educational things. But, you know, stock twits, I'm on there. And I got to a point where I wasn't taking in any advice. You know, I was doing my own thing. But it's like I was I was rattled after taking that loss because it took me so long. I went from $50 up to my account got over 1000 um in less than a month, I think. You know, and I thought I was on the right track and then for it to fall right back down to where I started. Um, you know, it hit me kind of hard, to be honest, and it's been hard to get out of this hole. But I've done it before, so I know it is possible. Uh, but, I mean, that's about it. So today is Wednesday the 7th. Um... So I definitely, I'm not going to say definitely, um, unless something extraordinary happens between now and Friday. I probably won't post again this Friday, um, but I'm going I'm, I'm to get, I'm get right. You know, I'm going to get right, um, at least get back on track with my strategy. Um, you know, start keeping track of stocks that I purchase, um, where I get in, why I get in, where I get out. You know, I got to get back. Get back into the swing of things of how I used to be um, and start having updates weekly again, um, every Friday. Like I said, unless something um, out of the ordinary happens during the week. Um, it's Wednesday. I might try to do one this Friday. I'm not sure because I know next week is going to be a busy week. I'm going to be off of work. So I'm going to be with the kids a lot more, uh, with the family a lot more. Um, so it might be hard to really trade, um, let alone post a podcast. So I'll see how next week goes. Um, so I may, uh, I may do a post this Friday. I haven't done one. This is my first one in a few weeks. So, um, I'm going to try to have one more post on Friday, uh, just to break down how my trading day today went. On Wednesday, because right now it's about 11. Uh, I do have a stock that I purchased. I purchased it around 69 cents, I want to say. I believe it's NAK. Um, why? I don't know. I saw it breaking out. So so I decided to, um, to jump in. Frustration from other stocks that I've purchased that didn't do anything. Um, I know I just used... My third day trade uh, today, so I know I should at least have one. I might not have one Thursday, but I should have a day trade Friday. So starting today, you know, I have to get back on track. No more um, impulsive um, buys. You know, if I don't have a day trade, waiting until, you know, later in the day to find a trade, um, to swing over to the following day. I just have to get back um, to the basics. Um, so like I said, 
I think it's NAK that I'm in. Um, I don't know the specifics. I know it does have a high float um, float volume. It's like 200 and something million. So um, it's pretty high. Uh, but it does have an uptrend. Um, over the last two day days, I think it uh, went up about 20 cents. Um, about 10 cents each day. So on, what's the day? I guess it was, I would say Tuesday. I think it started around 50, uh, went up to about 60. Today went from 60 up to, the last I saw it was 72. I bought it around 69 cents um, with a little over 100 shares, about 125 shares. So how it's going to go, I don't know. I mean, while I'm making this podcast, it's probably back down to about 60%. I mean, 60 cents, uh, you know, going by how my trades have been going. But it is what it is. Um, the NAK is a stock that I'm going to have to, and I think it's NAK. It might not be, um, I'm not looking at it right now, but I believe it's NAK. But it's a stock that I purchased once again before 11 o'clock. Um, no day trades. So I'm holding on to it until Thursday. Um, if it turns out to be a good one, I might hold it, you know, a little longer because it has had a good uptrend um, over the last couple of days. Um, if not, you know, my, my biggest goal is to is to um, stay disciplined, you know, stay disciplined and to not buy a stock, you know, untimely, you know, I have to discipline, discipline, discipline. That's the big thing. Um, I've lost my way. Like I said, I can't get right. But the reason I can't get right is mostly because of me. Um, and this is a long podcast, you know, and mostly because I haven't talked to y'all in a while. I had a lot on my mind. Um, I'm venting a lot. A lot of this is me talking to myself, trying to convince myself that, you know, I need to do things a different way because the way I've been doing it hasn't been working. But I do apologize for the lack of posting over the last couple of weeks. Um, but like I said, you know, I've been frustrated. Um, I got tired of talking about the same thing over and over. Um, you know, the stuff that's, you know, negative uh, or the negative things that I've been pretty much creating for myself. Um, so just stuff that I didn't want to talk about. Uh, but I've gotten a few messages um, from a few listeners so I do apologize for not posting, but I'm going to get back to it. Uh, and we're going to try to make this money together, you know. Like I said, my account is under $100, but we're going to flip that around. Um, I'm going to get my mind right. I'm going to get right. And hopefully I'll have another post for you on Friday. But until next time, oh, don't forget, follow me, Sir Trade A Lot. Um, on Instagram, S-I-R dot T-R-A-D-E dot A dot L-O-T. Um, same on Twitter, which I really don't use that much. Um, email, Sir Trade A Lot, same spelling, um, but it's a dot 21 at Gmail. And until next time, I like big bucks and I cannot lie.